Hello everybody, welcome to Cadaver Lab Presents the Slab, episode 11 slash Cadaver Lab, episode 72. I'm Mike. And I'm Sam. Now, I'm sure you would notice the, the, the extra long intro that we just did there. Now, we've come to a crossroads. Now that, that uh, we've decided to kind of make a couple of changes on the podcast as a whole, um, and we're going to be doing this once a week. Yeah. Just one movie, awesome. one movie, you know, plus 30, ta- 30 minutes about balls and stuff. And then, uh, and then basically, uh, we're just going to go from there. So what do we do? Do you want to just say, let, let's just pick off from where the last, pick up from where the last, like, cadaver lab proper episode finished? I think that's what we have to Is do. the slab a thing of the past? Um, well, we could bring it back in another format. <laughs> Here it is. Okay. Let's define the slab as something that's not the regular cadaver lab. I, I like that. So now that the slab has become the regular cadaver lab, by definition, it is no longer the slab. See, I just feel like I, I'm preparing for the SAT test with what you just did to me. Oh, dude, sorry. Some peasels are puzzles, but not all puzzles are woozles. <laughs> that kind of shit. You just did that. Sorry, dude. Sorry. I I really hate to uh, to bring any kind of intelligence or... Any of the like to the show? I mean, because uh, you know, I use this as a, as a way to uh, um, blasting because I am always very intellectual in my oh, in my everyday life. Absolutely. Yeah. Guess what? I I uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to hell. Oh, uh oh, why? This week I had an experience that made me decide that I'm pretty sure I'm going to hell. Oh, great. Yeah. So I figured awesome. I'd share it on the podcast. Okay. All right. So I was walking into the bank. Because I was going to cash a check. Sure. And as I'm walking in and I round the corner, and this is one of those banks that's in a grocery store. Uh-huh. So, you know, you just have like four tellers right there. Right. Well, I, I turn the corner and there's this dude dressed up like he's got a backpack and a camel pack on. Uh-huh. And he's got like carabiners on his on his uh, right. pants and stuff like that. Like he's about and to he's, scale a building. Well, yeah. And he's running back and forth saying, dude. Joe Satriani's the best guitar player ever. I can, I can, I can really hang. I can play wrists with Joe Satriani, and I could tell right away the guy had some mental issues. Right? Okay. So he's going back and forth, and he's talking to these poor tellers who are just introverts, anyways, really shy. Sure. And this guy, <clears throat> he can just tell that he's, you know, he's he's retarded. He's little, right. he, yeah, he's little. Okay. So I wait till he gets done running back and forth playing air guitar, and and I decide to kinda... wait. Do you think he was above thirty? Older yeah, he was probably mid thirties. Are you serious? Because you realize that air guitar, you're too old for air guitar the second you turn thirty. Well, yeah, he, I bet he was. Yeah, late that, that's obviously a crazy man. Absolutely. So, uh, so I, I decide, you know, the guy leaves, and I decide I'm going to defuse the situation a little bit because I, you know, I just kind of do that. So I walk up, and I'm the only other patron in the bank uh-huh. area, and I'm like, "So, big Joe Satriani fans in here today?" <laughs> and so they started laughing, you know, defuse the situation. So, anyways, I get done with my transaction. And this is the part where I've decided. I was going to say, because you're not going to hell so far. No, So I walk outside and I turn the corner just in time to see this guy get on a mountain bike and put his helmet on. And the first thing I thought was, dude, don't you want to, like, not wear the helmet and roll the dice and maybe you get hit and you may (laughs) actually come back to the world of normal? That's like, and I, I literally thought that, like I was dead serious about that. I'm like, dude, just take a shot, roll the dice. You may win the lottery. That could actually happen. Why the hell are you putting it? It's Listen, too late for the helmet, dude. All I know is it worked for it worked for Marty when he tried to start the Delorean. Yeah. He just took a, a hit and it, yeah, and it fixed, and he went off and he made a home. That was a happy ending. This guy could have had a happy. He could have, but he put his helmet on. So, anyways, I've, I, I now know. 
that because that was instinct to think that that I'm I'm going to. So. Wow. Okay. Well, that's great, dude. Yeah. No. That's not good. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> You're a douchebag. <laughs> Big time. Now I'll tell you what. This is the first episode we've done in a long time mm-hmm. where we've been face to face. You you drove all the way down to my house. Yes. And it's been a long time, but it's glad to have you oh, back. Man. It's awesome. It makes it so much easier because we don't have to get done and then upload files and. Well, plus, because kind of people just take for granted that this shit works, <laughs> like that it sounds so good and top quality. And it, there's a lot of work behind that. I have to uh, yeah. sit there and name stuff the right way and you know, uh, upload it to certain files. And basically, has to rename a file Sam's movie name or something. <laughs> that, that's hard. It is hard, especially for the tard that just came in with his laptop. <laughs> He's like, my wireless isn't working. All I had to do was push that one button listen, so that the radio listen, signal goes listen. back on. That is sophistication. I mean, they should. There should be instructions on that. But listen, there's a button up in the top corner that's a radio button. But instead, I dink around, changing all my settings within wireless Probably stuff. Probably screwing it up Dude, worse. I'm sure that I, I literally, if I took that close enough, yeah. that I could launch a nuclear weapon like, oh, uh, in Western Utah. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> Dude, you is that got war you, games? Yeah, that is. But I, I think that was oh. my. That, I was going for war games, but I can't <laughs> say. But dude, you got to realize, people here. We, I mean, uh, me especially. I live out in the west end of the the Salt Lake Valley, like mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. really far. Pretty well mo- in Salt Lake County. I'm almost as far west as you can get. Yeah, clear out here. You got to realize, right over the mountains that I kind of live on, there is nothing forever. And there are, you could do bombs, and I'm sure they're aimed, like test stuff. There's Dugway. I don't mm-hmm. really know what they do. but There's I think... stuff all over. Like when you take the, when you go out west even farther, and there's lights, like little constellation stuff way off the road. Oh, yeah, dude. Way off the roads in the middle of the night. You can see the lights of like a giant complex of some sort. And, you, and who place. knows what that is? Nobody oh, knows. No. I'll tell you what. One time we, we drove out close to Aragonite to find some mines. Oh, really? Yeah, it was, I mean... You can get away with a lot of shit out there. I thought to myself, you know what? I know. Ex- you know, remember that time you talked to a guy when you asked him, okay, where would you, where'd you get rid of the body? Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I know now. I would drive out there by Aragonite. You you take some, and you go to that complex, right, where all those uh-huh. lights. But right before you get there, you turn off left, and there are these giant mines that just go straight down. Like and not maybe not straight down, but I mean it's on like a what would you say? What angle would you say that is? Like uh, a, probably a forty. forty yeah, oh, is that right? Because because yeah. is this because this is ninety though. This is ninety. No, yeah, you're talking about it's on this angle. Well, okay, I'm, I'm using... saying I'm saying this is the ground. This is the thing. So I'm thinking it's like it's like a forty five degree angle. Okay, oh. whatever. That's fine. Whatever it is. <laughs> all I'm saying is in there deep. You know what's funny is one time. I was showing up to my kids, and this yeah. is like last summer yeah. or something. So I jumped down there, and it, and it was like cold. It was really cold down there. Yeah. The problem is, is, so I go to the very bottom, and they were taking pictures, and I was taking pictures up. Now I got a little panic because there I am in the bottom of the mine. Yeah. And and you can see all the there's there's like these little like, um, like side there's rocks at the side, and you and I was going up there, and I was like bumping my freaking head, and I was getting pissed. Yeah. When you have a bald head. Bumping it on like rocks hurts extra bad. Yeah. But anyway, so but I thought you know I'm just gonna run up the middle of it because it was it was probably it had a mouth probably as big as this room, uh-huh. you know. But it went really far down. But the problem is is it was just sand. So as I was running up there, I'm pushing all this sand down, and I am like running as fast as I can, getting nowhere. Oh, I man. thought for a second, man, I'm freaking dead. Well, I am dead. Well, remember a couple years ago that guy that got stuck 
I, well, in, in the Nutty Putty ones? Yeah. Yeah. We should tell that story. That was terrible. Well, dude, I haven't been down to the Nutty Putty since... Uh... I've never been there. Oh, dude. Are you serious? Yeah. It's like claustrophobia incarnate. You, I walked down there, and this is before I had my, uh, my shall we before say... Before you had to eat the wedding cake? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so I go down there, and I I mean, I didn't realize how claustrophobic I was till I got down there. And it was scary as balls. This one at least was wide open. Uh-huh. All I'm saying, though, dude, is like, if I would have known if I was planning for this, I got a big rope. We yeah. got we got the body, put it down there. I would like run up halfway, just enough so the sand comes down and buries it. No one's finding that shit. Really? No one. And I, and I remember that guy's like, oh, we'll just stick it under a bridge or something. Yeah. No way. I know. Now, I have to edit all that out now, you realize. Yeah, because, because... He, just, he just created a mess. Or, or, I... Maybe I just shouldn't try to ditch a body. Yeah, don't kill anybody. But you gotta. Well, uh, listen, I'm. I can't. I can't be held accountable for killing somebody. Well, listen, I have, dream, I have dreams about it. Are you serious? Don't you remember talking last week oh. about that? <laughs> That's the first Killing thing I the thought baby. of. That's a, when you started talking about burying the body. I went right back to that place. Oh, I haven't had that dream since. Now you're all emotional. I think I exercise the demons, dude. But that guy with the nutty putty caves last year. So here in Utah. Those those caves that Mike was talking about, it was a big deal on the news. This guy was down there, yeah. and he got stuck. He was going through, and he got stuck, so he was kind of heading, like, facing down into oh a little hell. area. And so, like, uh, we had this message board on a local uh, news station here, and I went on there to check it out because I, I can't, you know, you think about how terrible that would be to be stuck in a cave. <sighs> so all these people are like, oh, that guy shouldn't eat that many Twinkies, and they're just being smart asses, right? So hours go by, and they try and lift this guy out, and, and the pulley system that they'd put in they're broke so he fell back even further down there and and the, during this time like so he ended up being stuck there for hours and hours right the blood rush to his head he ended up dying yeah and they couldn't get him out they couldn't risk anybody else to get him out so they freaking shut down the caves he's still in there and they did do, do you know that they like filled it with cement <clears throat> yeah so his body is in there Entombed. under cement yes and and all these freaking dickheads that were making smart ass comments on the message boards because they can live behind their computer and anonymity Freaking, we're making, and how stupid do you feel now? This guy that left like three kids and a young wife. Yeah. I mean, and he wasn't, That's a, he hilarious. wasn't a fat guy. That's hilarious. He wasn't a fat guy. He just ended up slipping and falling down in this area that they couldn't get him to. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you guys are awesome now. Anyways, <laughs> I don't go into, I don't go into caves. You know, I, my, you know, my dad scary. says about people on the internet. What? Oh, yeah, they're, li- they're living in their, their their grandma's basement eating bonbons sitting behind the computer. I don't. That's so accurate Wait. for 99% of the for, people. First of all, do bonbons still exist? I don't even know. I've never seen them. I, I don't even know what one is. I it's think, a, it's a, it's a isn't it a cherry chocolate-covered ice cream? Oh, okay. I, well, I'm pretty sure now. Maybe. I don't know what it is. I have no idea what a bonbon is. Oh. I actually thought it was a, uh, a sexual position. I tried to get my. Never mind. No, I'm the, not. I'm not. No, you got that backwards. That's what? the knob knob. Oh shit! I am. Well, now you know what. I'm glad I bought that giant dildo nice, the other dude. day. So what you the, have it? The double. The double sided. You know. The, uh, so, what? teralysis? Well, except for diphallic teralysis is like up on top. I'm now that we're face to face. I'm doing hand motions dude. and showing him this. They're usually on top of each other. This one is side to side. Oh. So nice. like, it's like me and you know, and my wife can put it in our vaginas at the same time, and like, and like scissor a little. That'll be awesome. <laughs> oh, that is terrible. Oh yeah. Oh dude. my gosh. Um, dude, that's enough caving. I'm gonna start. Get, I'm gonna get started getting a little tense. Dude, thinking about caving. Dude, I I'm serious though, man. It's I, when I was like running up there, 
I, I got a little like for real oh, like I a bet. little scared. I started to panic a little bit. Ugh. But then but then luckily I made it far enough up. Oh, and by the way, the bats down there? There were bats. They in were it. like a shit. They were scaring the balls off. How me. did you not turn into the Batman? Who says I didn't? Oh mm, yeah. Oh snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyhow, dude. <laughs> Uh, are we podcasting or are yeah, we just having a conversation I, I, I can't even i can't remember what we're doing i don't know Is right. it, isn't that I, I have a hard time telling regardless of when and where we're recording but i guess i guess this is it dude oh uh, yeah oh man so uh let's see i you know i do have one thing to bring up well i do have two things to bring up i wanted to just so you know our good friend sean gabarin over at angrygnomecomics.com gave me a preview to check out uh, his new comic called Snowed In. And I haven't, I, I just expect a big review on that. And I'm going to talk about it next week because we're going to be recording next Monday. Mm -hmm. Since this is a weekly thing, we're back on the weekly cadaver laps. Dude, I still, every time I say weekly and I'm like, and I remember when we used to do like full cadaver laps weekly. Oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah. first of all, I don't know how people listen to it. I know. <laughs> but, but uh, anyway, uh, no, but we're, but look forward to that. Also, Kruger. Johnny Krug made his own podcast. I saw that. And so I just wanted to make sure that everybody goes, go to KrugerNation.com, a brand new podcast. I actually listened to a whole episode this morning, uh, well, this afternoon, and uh, it's pretty, I mean, it's good. It's Johnny Krug. Nice. You know, so you know how awesome it is because he's a great guy, awesome, knows his shit about horror. Go to KrugerNation.com and check it out, man. Anyway, you got anything else? No. Just ready to talk some flick. Really? Yeah, man. That sounds sexual in nature. Ooh, looking at some about a bean. That's really disgusting. I apologize <laughs> up front, All right. behind and sideways. Speaking of apologizing up front, behind and sideways, we're going to be talking about primeval today. <laughs> I got to preface this, Mike. We got together like, oh, dude, the slab is awesome because we get to watch these movies. Because part of the, the reasoning behind it is we found that we're in a better mood even though we're watching shitty movies sometimes, yeah, uh -huh. instead of recording like three movies and maybe one and a half of them suck, right. and then we're just like, oh, I freaking hate it. I give it an AMC. Uh, instead, if we're doing one a week, it doesn't matter how terrible it is. It's pretty awesome, and sure. we can find a lot of fun stuff sure. to talk about. So Mike comes up with this list of like five movies. Like, dude, these are these are ones I've wanted to watch for so long, and I haven't watched them, so I'm thinking these have got to be really good if Mike's been <laughs> wanting to watch these forever. And so he puts this list at the very top. Dude. It's Primeval. And so it's like, uh, so he puts this list together. He's like, I really want us Primeval on it. So I was seriously expecting like to sit down and watch just, you know, a really good movie. So I sit down and watch this, and literally the first 10 seconds, I'm like, this was like it was filled. This seriously can't be it, really. This is really it. Dude. Okay, speaking of the list, I've got my computer here. I'm bringing it over. I want to read you some of the titles. Uh, let's see. And I mean, and keep in mind that I don't watch. I mean, I haven't watched any of these. Mike, I haven't either. Mike makes his suggestions to me, and that's when I get to watch them. <laughs> well, you should maybe. I, I mean, I try, I, I'm watching you less. I'm trying to watch a whole bunch of movies, but I just go watch them, and I still am nowhere near what Mike has watched. So. Uh, the the one I wanted to do uh, was Alucarda. Which is uh, Dracula backwards. It's actually Ooh. a Dracula backwards, and she is a lesbian vampire. Oh, really? A virgin among the living dead. Um, uh, let's see. We have uh, Caged Heat, <laughs> Chained Heat. Well, no, this, these are. This is on my to watch list. I oh, have. Oh. I have. This isn't what I was. I know, can't remember what was on the list of let's do for this. I, I remember King of the Ants, and I remember oh, yeah, there was some up. other stuff like that. But we already know what we're gonna do next. next Brain damage. Oh, brain damage! I still haven't got I still haven't got a copy of that. But 
Apparently, there's one in the mail on its way. Nice. So, but so, inst- but I don't, you know, well, just that'll in be case, for the next couple weeks. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, actually, we're, oh, the, we're the movie that. we're going to do next time. Well, let's talk about that at the All end. Right. But it, it's. Uh, I just want to let everyone know it's. We were going to do it for a douche cast, and those guys let me down. Way to we go, just haven't got, Yeah, so we're just we're just going to freaking do it, and everyone else can kiss. Douche is supposed to lift up and clean, and and sanitize, and none of that. All it all it really does is start shit. Yeah. And and other problems. Speaking yeah. of sanitize, I bought something from a door-to-door salesman today. What? Yeah, dude. This guy showed up. He was from Las Vegas, and he was so shy, but he was really good at what he did. In fact, he's these chemicals, and he was so dead set on selling me something uh-huh. that he ended up drinking some of the chemicals to show me they were PETA approved Shh. and safe. Oh, for are kids. you serious? Yeah, dude. Yeah. He drank it. But we go out, and I'm like, and and I don't buy stuff from door-to-door salespeople. Did he like? Did he like squirt something on the ground, like an oil spot yeah. in the driveway or something? Yeah, dude. And then he he scrubbed it with the wire brush. I'm like, that is awesome because I have some 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 uh, oil stains, and I also have like <clears throat> the frosted glass over my headlights on my car. Oh yeah, yeah. Freaking hate that. So he showed sure. he got some of that off. So anyway, so um, so he's showing me so this you stuff. Should, you basically had him clean everything you needed. To clean yeah, exactly. With that. I was like, mm-hmm. right, I probably don't need to spend the forty bucks now. But it's the, you know, it's a diluted chemical. But my daughters were with me, and it's so funny because I've got four little girls, and three of them are old enough to kind of know what's going on. And so when it's dinner time, and someone knocks on the door, they know it's a sales guy, and right. so they go get it, and then they come get me. And, and most of the time, I'm like, no, I'm not interested. Thanks. But you know, this time I listen, so I have three little girls on all sides of me watching this guy do his thing. Uh-huh. So we go into my garage, and I'm like, Dad, actually, I, I need that because I'm thinking about buying some degreaser uh-huh. to be able to clean some of that stuff up so i'm, I'm thinking i'm gonna end up buying this stuff which is fine uh-huh. um so my but during the meantime my my oldest daughter goes to the computer and prints out a no soliciting sign because she's like dad we need to just not have everybody else has no soliciting signs <laughs> and i'm like listen but if you do that we don't get to know what cool stuff people have Dude. we can always say no and there's sometimes there's smoking awesome deals dude like chemicals you can drink <laughs> well, there's plenty of chemicals you could drink. It's called alcohol. Oh, oh. Yeah, and, oh. and yeah. <laughs> From what I hear, it's great. It's so safe. I want to sell really bad. <laughs> That's exactly. Of course, of course, he was like he was pumping his stomach out. They have it in the van that they drop those kids off with. You know how they drop like ten off? Yeah, exactly. They have a stomach pump in the van there. So That's awesome. what they do. Yeah, anyway. and, and I know that my imitation of drinking a chemical just sounded like I'm um, eating the pink taco. Exactly. I, I was going to say you hit. Uh, pink uh taco bell again so no i i am not bringing that up again because that i realized that's that disgusting that you know what i decided what? let's take a quick break before we get into the movie we haven't even been talking very long we haven't 18 minutes i'm just joking that's fine oh. you can do what you want dude <laughs> all right we'll be right back Motion picture massacre is dedicated to exploitation cult grindhouse and horror films from the last 7500 fucking years i don't fucking know it's Everything. If you're interested in that, check out motionpicturemasker.com or if you're on iTunes, search Motion Picture Massacre and you'll find it. This has been your announcer, Cowardly Fuck Your Bags, signing off. Eat a dick. Since the mid 1300s, a time when the Black Plague decimated more than half of Europe. There has been great turmoil within the church. Lucifer sees this opportunity and chose a leader to recruit a great following and administer his prime evil throughout the world. And now he wants you. 
And I think your phony priest has something to do with it. Oh, come on, and that's Bill, not, not all. this again. That's not all. I think your grandfather's involved. Why does he look so young, Alex? Listen, I think your life is in danger. Never forget, Alexandra. All right, we're back, even though uh, we already introduced the movie. Mm-hmm. It's no longer a big mystery. Sorry, guys. Sorry we we didn't keep the magic going. We're we're terrible podcastles. I know. And I Did you call us podcastles? You know what? It fits. Podcast, <laughs> I've never heard that. Podcastles. Podcastles. I like Holy that. crap. Podcast holes. Nice. <sighs> All right. Talking about Primeval from 1989. IMDb, what do you guess? Well, you told me it's 3.4. Oh, shit. I already told him. But he's right. He remembers from <laughs> 20 minutes ago. Yeah. After all that cave talking. I know, oh, dude. Good, good job, man. Uh, it was directed by Roberta Finley. She is uh, best known for her pornography. Really? Yeah, like, like old school, like... Oh. Uh, Take Me Naked. Wow. And The Altar of Lust. Wow. But she's also done a couple of other horror movies. Blood like Sisters, Clam Lurkers. Daughter. Like what? Like Clam Digger's Daughter. No, no, no. I think that's, uh, I think that's, well, maybe it's horrible. Clam Digger. I don't yeah. know. It sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, yes it does. Uh, it was written by Ed Kelleher, who also uh, wrote, and, and actually in Harriet Vidal, who both helped her with, with uh, Lurkers as well. Um, okay, so... Now, you know how sometimes we watch a movie and we're like, you know, the plot is, you know, it seems very simple, but it's not indicative of the of the actual movie because the movie's really great, even though the plot line isn't very deep. Well, this is absolutely opposite. Yeah. Because if we were to sit here and talk about the finer points of the of the uh, plot, in my opinion, I think, oh, you know, that sounds like a great show. Well, this, you know what? The plot was like uh, one of those old hammer flicks that we watched. A little, uh, okay. Where like, they where um they they had to uh, they lined up. Gosh dang it! I think it was was Christopher Lee the Dracula. Was it Dracula? Are you talking about? Um, oh, 
Christ. Are you talking about the satanic rites of yes, Dracula? Okay. That's the one I'm talking about. Yes. Wasn't this kind of like that a little? I, you know, and it, it was because they were raping, oh wait, or to the devil a daughter. They no, were doing that, that too. No, that was, that was a different one. I remember that one. Okay. I think it was a satanic rites of Dracula. Because sure. we did that on our uh, public domain show, I think. I think so. Yep. Anyway, um, yeah, but yeah, it was kind of like that. It, it, I mean, it had some satanic intrigue and... I'm a sucker for that stuff, and I think that I think that I've mentioned that a few times on the show. So when I when I read the uh, when I read the synopsis, I'm like, man, this looks pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but well, you know, and it ended up being good in a way. Yeah, in a way. Listen, I, yeah. <laughs> All right, starred uh, William Beckwith as Thomas Seton, Father Thomas Seton. Who was the uber handsome priest with seductive eyes? Dude, that was way generous. Dude, he he's not uber uber handsome. Hands, oh, that was in bull, the eyes oh, of the beholder, dude. Dude, dude, you got to realize something. I don't know if it was his satanic look, but he always had that really intense look, and he was always looking at those girls, and he always put his finger over his lips, like yeah. he was very thoughtful, and he point. No, that's that's a subliminal about penises and vaginas. He's like, can you do that? That's why. That's why that works. Oh, is that it's, what it's it hypnotic? Was? Dude, you try that move with chicks. It works all the time. Well, I wish I knew that when when uh, when I, I was uh, out playing the field. I guess all I had to do was shush them. Yeah, exactly. And then that was it. Absolutely. Except for you shush, but you don't shush, but you 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 look intense and interested. Yeah. I, that was my problem Ooh. with most women. I couldn't I couldn't lie to them and pretend I was intense and interested in the shit they had to say. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, but this guy, everybody kept saying, "Oh, he's so handsome," and here's yeah. this one, like. Uh... Well, that's why I put that there because it's like, you know, come on, you know. Right. I mean, sure, he's, you know, he had blue eyes. In the land of primeval, we'll let him be handsome and <laughs> uber handsome. Exactly, in the land of okay, whatever. No, shut up. That that I take that person. Right, okay. Uh, started Christina Moore. Christine Moore is Alexandra Parkman, hot, the virginal social worker. Yes. And the main protagonist. Yes. Uh, Mavis Harris is Sister Angela. Uh, first of all, Whoa. she kind of looks like a Mavis, huh? Not only that, but she looks like a Beavis. She is freaking <laughs> ugly. She was so butt ugly. Well, and she was she was hired, or she was, I think, meant to play this seductive, seductive uh, role of uh, what was she? Uh, a nun that tries to infiltrate a satanic, and she, you know, and and I I think that it would help to have a seductive woman. She was rough. I don't Listen. know if she had like a she kind of like a you know the orcs. Yeah, she kind of had that. Well, you know who she reminded me of, and this is going to be terrible because I can't believe I'm bringing this up on uh -oh. the podcast. Uh -oh. But have you ever seen a Nightmare Before Christmas, that Disney movie? Oh, what's wrong with that movie? I love that movie. You me both. But do you know who she reminded me of? That little professor in the wheelchair. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the way she talks. Deadly Nightshade. Yeah, that kind of yes. stuff. And like the lips and oh, yeah, she's it like, was man, weird. She's freaking ugly. She is. Well, ugly. you know, and did we? We didn't ever see her. Her. Ahem. Titties. No. No. no, we didn't. So, and I always assume that when there's somebody that who's supposed to be hot but has a butterface, that they're there for their body. But we, you know, whatever. Yeah, she was, she was, she was hard to deal with. Well, and we'll talk about butterfaces here in a, a little bit because oh my gosh. the show had a few. I kept waiting for people to be sacrificed just so that they could be <laughs> like gone get, from the movie. Get the you know? off the yeah. movie. Uh, all right, so we, then we had uh, Max Jacobs who played George Parkman. It's Alexander's grandfather. Mm -hmm. uh, ends up being a member of a cult. Uh, he's 84 years old, but it doesn't look a day over 60. You know, I, how old do you think he looked? I think he still looked pretty old. He still looked pretty old. Yeah, but maybe not 84. That, that's I guess. why that plot point was lost on me. Well, and the, and I and I remember watching it thinking, 
and just seeing him thinking, yeah, that, that's an old dude. Well, so, so if you're going to go for that that's the point, that he's old but he doesn't look old, then freaking don't have a guy with stark white hair. Well, like and, mix in some pepper, people. Well, and the thing is, too, is it's like, don't like think, yeah, he either, he, you know, don't make it like guess, right. make it sure, exactly, you know, make it like, okay, this guy is, you know, fifty at the most, because exactly. this guy, I'm like, this guy could be anywhere mm. from like, you know, fifty high fifties to, you know, eight, depending on whatever. Absolutely, it, they kept saying he looks not a day older than it's like, he looks older than my dad. Yeah, you know. But again, whatever. And then we had uh, last Tim Gale as Bill King. Uh, he was Alexandra's sexually frustrated Hades boyfriend, oh, which was which was great. Um, okay, so just to kind of just to kind of show what the, what's going on in the movie, the plot or, or the movie starts up. We see some kind of a, a weird looked like a skinned goat with wings. Yeah, like something. if you if you blinked. Or you didn't have TiVo or something, you'd be like, what the hell was that? Yeah. What was that? And you had the craziest, like, cheesiest narrator talk, you know, and just kind of talking about a satanic cult, about, about you know, I did, did he give us some, like, background about how there was this cult that mm-hmm. tried to obtain eternal life and, and whatever? Um, it, basically, this movie revolves around this, this sect of Satanists who basically apparently... Um, back in the 1300s, seceded from what I assume is the Catholic Church, and they decided, um, which is questionable because they decided they're going to worship Satan on no uncertain terms. I mean, right. this is hail Lucifer, Satan. Right. You know, you are, you know, whatever. I mean, this isn't like, hi, there's maybe someone else, and it's evil because it's not the, you know, it's not the regular Catholic teachings. No, I mean, this is Satan. Mm-hmm. You know, and but they decided to to keep kind of the same look. As uh, you know, as the Catholic Church with yeah. the with the with the frock <laughs> and the, <laughs> and uh, you know and all that, but it, it, was, it was just kind of bizarre. Just some of the it seemed like some of the decisions that they made in this movie were just freaking bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it it turns out that uh, the Satanists they have figured out the, the 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 way to eternal life. What they have to do is they have to sacrifice a family member once every 13 years. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, they don't age, and I guess for the next 13 years, and they don't age, they don't get sick, you can't kill them and anything like that. Uh, you actually get a bonus for providing a virgin, mm-hmm. but we don't know what that, we don't know what the bonus is, no. and yet they made it a plot point to mention that, well, and one of the biggest plot points is that Alexandra, which is, uh, you know, this guy's granddaughter is a virgin, and that's really awesome. But yeah. any old whoever could have worked, apparently. Yeah, they they didn't say why that was a bonus point. No, it, well, it, it, yeah, it's bizarre that that they that they made such a big deal in adding all these different angles up to Alexandra's character, you know, and it it really meant nothing. Well, and the thing about it is when you know because they're trying to develop this plot point. And there's, there's, you have this, her boyfriend that's putting pressure on her. Not, not a lot of pressure, no, but, he's you know, wondering, good. I mean, wondering why that, uh, you know, she's got this friend, Brett, who is always talking about all these guys she's, she's laying. Oh, and oh yeah. Like the, uh, the, the workout chick. The, and wor- the, the junk food eating. Yeah. Workout slut bag. Yeah. Just a, just a disaster of a character. Uh-huh. But anyways, so, um, so she's always talking about it and then you tell it that Alex gets all irritated about it. Yeah. And then you you break to a scene where she's out with her boyfriend and they start talking about it, and she goes into so much freaking detail oh, 
about her child molestation by her father. That was a bigger buzzkill than Buzzkillington. I I was like that. Why why are we talking? That is well, in like it's thing- okay to say. I mean, it's not okay. But listen, if you're going to develop that plot point that she's she's frigid, use it because she was abused as a child. Sure. Then just say that. I don't need the details about the abuse itself. Like well, she went into and it details. is such a bummer. It's like it's like it's like I here's it, and this is one of my main problems with the movie is that it's like you're it's fun, you're mm-hmm. satanic stuff, and then there's the jokey, you know, hi, I'm a I'm a slutty, uh, junk food eating friend, you yeah. know, and then hi, we're helping us people, but all of a sudden this story, yeah, it's like bummer, yeah, and it totally just I don't know, it, it, it no, it didn't <laughs> fit, and it, they could have gotten away with not bringing so much information. Well, and it didn't. and it didn't help that she sucked balls kind of as an actress, yeah. So. yeah. So I mean the whole thing just kind of it just I it was like a WTF moment big time well and and you know like I said if it would have if there would have been some redeeming thing where some giant awesome thing happened that she was a virgin nothing right but no yeah exactly exactly right um let's see anyway um yeah the basically the story is Alex and her exploits as being a do-gooder social worker um who helps uh drug crazed uh hookers with uh uh college degrees yeah and uh you know you know runaways things like that and you know i mean and there's some subplots with uh you know some of the some of the girls that come in and in essence it turns out that basically they that the girls that, that she helps in this movie ended up being part of the uh the satanic ritual that we that we have at the end mm-hmm. but basically the only say the only thing that they were really used for in the satanic ritual were their boobies yeah Listen, like he just undressed him and then I was okay with that. Again. I was okay with that, but I'll tell you what, it was weird to see the to see the junk food eating one, just because it's like they they made her like the whole time seem so not attractive yeah. by the way she talked by you know by how she's always has like these Doritos stashed up her ass or something like that, <laughs> and then it's like now at the end are supposed to, anyway. Listen, am I am I just being too uh, too nitpicky here? Which you cannot be on this movie. No. But yeah, you, we talked about how yeah, uh, the, just the bummer plot point of the whole child abuse thing. Um, anyway, like we mentioned, in the meantime, the real church it has a nun who is who I can't remember exactly what her connection was to the satanic cult. I think they killed her parents. They did, yeah, they killed her family. There's something like that, and so she wants revenge. And it's so funny because, Father, I'm I'm going to have to break some of my vows. With the you know with the lips and the I can I did not like her very much, no. man. Um, but basically, she she in essence wanted to. And here's a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, she she wanted to go in and stab the bloody sheep, and that's and that's basically all it really took. But uh, <laughs> in, in the end, well, it was so crazy because she's like, yeah, I want to go join it, and I'm like, well, how are they gonna? You know, because when when there's you see this type of thing all sure. the time, like they're going to infiltrate a gang or something, you know, in, in different shows. Sure, they have to work their way into it, right? Free, all of a sudden, like the next scene is that Father Thomas saying, "Oh, we found one." Yeah, and it's her. Right. It's like, oh, really? It's so funny because it's like here he is the 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 most he's supposed to be the suave dude. Yeah, and he's supposed to have all this like charm and. And, and power. He, he's just kind of a sleazy dude, you know, sleazy old guy. And in essence, you know, he just lets this nun come in. I, I don't know. I maybe they had like this interview off camera sometime when they like maybe they had like a you know personal interview. So 
so uh, do you masturbate? And then uh, she said yes, and so she's in. That's yeah. all. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah Basically, yeah. because other than that, it was like, oh, wow, she seceded from the church. Let's get her. Yeah, she's right. in. There's no possible way she could be a mole, but whatever. Whatever. She, she was a mole, like literally. She's so ugly. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, that's rude. Dude, she is the mother of I'm children going to hell now. twice now. Yeah. Maybe. No, I assume Maybe she she's is. the mother of bacon. That's a great point. I'm just saying. I have no idea what that means. I'm just but, you know, I did not think of that. She looked like she had bacon lips, and so now oh, I'm thinking dude, that she just she... put out bacon. And it wasn't, it wasn't, if she were to just be there and, and just, like, not open her mouth and stuff, you she'd be tolerable. But once she started talking, I was like, ooh. Did you know that, like, getting up close to that, she'd have, like, slobber pockets stuck in her face? And <laughs> she's, she's like, drools and they have to wipe that off every once in a while because her giant lips just... Somebody, somebody's, like, in the movie, somebody's underneath her that would, like, come up and, and tap the corners of her mouth. Yeah, dude. It's, no, she's no. so bad. Sister Angela. Oh, dude. So, all right. So, in anyway, this whole deal... You know, I mean, there's all sorts of subplots, and you know, which really lead to nowhere. There's, um, you know, the subplot where Alex's boyfriend is jealous of, of Thomas because he's so he's like touching Alex's face and caressing it and all this weird stuff. You know, there's, uh, there's a whole struggle within, you know, within the the the, 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 the satanic cult. Grandpa ends up wanting to take over the whole all the power and stuff, but it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. You know, he just talks about it with his, I guess, his girlfriend or whoever that was. She was a bitch. But, um, so that's it. And, uh, there were, uh, oh, oh, how could I forget? Uh, there were a couple of freaking characters in this movie that made, as awesome as it sounds now, this made it even awesomer or More worse. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, we had the cop. Oh yeah. The cop was just this inept mustachio frode guy who was just there to, uh, abuse people with his one-liners and uh, play basically be as inept as he could be, mm-hmm. and he even said the word like what what was a fart face or something. Oh yeah, he said that he uttered that. In yes, the movie. he did. Something it was, like that. Uh, yeah, something like fart mouth or yeah. something. <laughs> like, what to the to Father Thomas at the end? That was his. <laughs> that was that, his... In, in this movie of say whatever you want, he that said... was his. That was his uh, <laughs> instigation. Or his, uh, I don't even know what the word is for it. Well, that was his retribution. That that was his way to get Listen, get fart mouth, yeah. you don't know who you're messing with. I got Jerry Curl and a big gun. <laughs> it wasn't Jerry Curl. It wasn't nearly as <laughs> wet enough. But uh, And then we also had the Colts goon, who was like this semi-retarded. He was the king of queens. Uh, did he, he look like Kevin James? exactly like the king of queens. <laughs> Dude, that, you know, it's, he, all this guy did was lurk around and like... It, the guy was awful. Like he would like spy on people. My favorite, my favorite uh, scene of him spying is he's at the gym. He's working out, looking oh, at the yeah. ladies. He's like staring at them. Yeah, it's like, dude, really? You? I mean, come on. You know what my favorite part was? No, was the um, homage to Seinfeld when uh, he was going to pick up that 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 uh, junkie, and he gave her. He was going to give her some smack, and. Oh. Uh, and they had that dump, dump, dump. They had that like music. The sign. You, I missed you didn't it. even notice I that. Missed it. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> this is so terrible to have that like. Oh yeah, and she she came in. Yeah, that's there. She, she was just there to show her boobies at yeah. the end. Yeah, he just got one more. And, oh, yeah, and it was they, like the Seinfeld needed, like, the thing, cheerleaders. and it was kind of like a slapstick conversation between them a little bit. Right. He's like, oh, I've got something for her. Maybe I don't. And then he gets her. That was awesome. And, just, and then they're walking down the street and. 
gosh. Well, so before I went in, when I when I when I watched this, uh, there was a bunch of people telling me this one sucked. Oh, really? Now, having said all that, I had a hard time not enjoying this movie. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. I mean, plot holes, you know, uh, uh, plot lines that went nowhere, all this stuff. The just terrible acting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I watched this movie, and I have to say, I really enjoyed it. Well, it was it's an hour and a half, and that's I really think that that's making a difference for us. Mm-hmm. Instead of four and a half movies, it, and maybe, four and a half hours and we're trucking is, through. But, I mean, there was a couple of parts where it got kind of boring and slow. I don't know, man. I didn't it's, hate it. I, I, I did not hate it. And, and all we sat here and done is is rip on it. I know, but it was but it's time. because you could sit there like I was literally laughing. I was that stuff. I was at the when they fought at the very beginning when there was the WWF part. I mean, they were like the, the <laughs> I don't remember the that. King of Queens with the boyfriend of the the oh oh dude, dude the karate guy yeah yes yes, yes. I was laughing I, I have my balls off so funny and then also. Whoa, what's going on? No, no. We're watching, just so you know, everyone in the background, we're watching. Uh, why is uh, that blank? Why is that blank? Because out? it's, a, we're watching Elvira's movie, Macabre. I don't even know what movie's on, but basically there was some nudity, but it's like, it's like washed out. It was like blurred out because it's on like a local channel. Oh my gosh. And that Sam's is, that like, is this is the worst thing I ever thought. I can't remember what I was saying. Oh yeah. I, I, I would love to be the Vaseline guy on a. On, on a, the camera, on the on the regular TV station, they used to block all that shit out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Think what that's how they do it. Job. Just oh, stick, exactly stick it on the film no, itself. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's not buying it. No. Oh, the other the other part was when the mom got killed. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's running away. She jumps into the blue chair. Oh, dude. <laughs> Where do you think and, you're going? And she's and Alex is talking on the phone in yeah. the next room, screaming. and the mom is screaming. They, and there's all this stuff getting knocked over, and they end up drowning her while she's like waterboarding her. I'm right, pretty yeah, sure that's yeah. what waterboarding is now. Anyways, so they end up killing her, and Alex is just talking on the phone, and she didn't hear anything. No, and you know what? My my all time <laughs> favorite part of yeah. bad acting yeah. is when Alex gets her first person. Oh, we got a job. We got a job, you know, the karate guy's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Basically, the goon comes in, is after the karate guy, and she runs away. She runs down these stairs. Oh, yeah. Two miles an hour, looks up, sees the goon's only like, is pretty far behind. She slows yeah. down. Because she's got to make sure she's in frame when she gets When caught. she gets caught. And I'm just like, no <laughs> way. That is awesome. And it's even better when he walks out with her. And he's got blood on the side of his cheek, and the guy was wide. There was another guy walking in when he's helping her. He's like, "Oh, she's had too much to drink, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> when he's got uh, blood good, all over his good cheek. Good luck, buddy. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Well, I I endorse date rape. <laughs> that's in <laughs> essence, that's what he was saying. Oh, so awesome. Oh, uh, and that's and the thing is, is that's why I enjoyed this movie yep. so much. And the, you know, uh, and and maybe it's a maybe it's a uh, maybe it, it, it's indicative of the mood I was in, uh, but I don't think so. I love shitty movies like this. I, and you know what I do as long as it's like I have to be in the right mood for it but yeah. I, I am most of the time like I couldn't run two or three of these in oh, a row. no way but, but when I because what happened was is I was I was uh, 
going to bed mm-hmm. and I couldn't sleep. I'd had a nap that afternoon. And so I was laying in bed and I was reading. And I'm like, I, I'm just going to get up and watch the movie. So it's like, I literally started this at 1230 Are you in the morning on a weeknight. And so I ended up watching it. And I just had a smile on my face the whole time thinking this, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the freaking ride. Cause this is awesome. Dude, and that's, that's, that's the same. That's the same attitude I took with it. And I, I, I hate to admit it, but I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I, yeah. Now, would I suggest that it's a good film? No. 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 The acting was terrible. Um, it, it seems universally hated. This is like a movie that Ferguson would like. I oh, kept really? thinking of Ferguson when I was watching this. You know what? He, he, I think he would love this one. Um, there's not a ton of stuff on the net about this one. I mean, there, there are reviews here and there. But, I mean, typically, I, you know, and I don't want to pull the, pull the, uh, the, you know, whatever back, the, the curtain back so you can look. But I usually go to Wikipedia and read about it and uh-huh. whatever. And it's good to help kind of, you know, suss out the plot points if I'm not, if I didn't right. take very good notes when right. I'm watching it. Um, and <laughs> nothing. You know, this IMDb, really? there's, there's very little. Well, I, you said that, oh yeah, because you voted on IMDb. Oh yeah, I, I gave it a seven on IMDb. Nice. But uh, I, I was just trying to move the score up. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll admit it. Uh, while still trying to, uh, um, you know, maintain some kind of semblance of a respectable. So I didn't give it like a ten. So I was yeah. Like, well, that dick. We yeah, probably, that guy has no sense. He probably was. He probably was that goon or you know, something <laughs> like that. But whatever. Um, but the the only thing that really bothered me about this movie was just a weird tone. It was fun. It was, you know, sometimes it got serious and maybe too intense, you know, and it ended up being silly, so it was okay. Mm-hmm. But then that one scene, you mentioned when they're in that horse and buggy yeah. going to, I hated that scene. So it I. really bugged me. Me too. But, I was like, why are we going into this? Why? I don't, you know. Well, why, and why are we going so deep into that's this? That's what I why, mean. Why? Yeah, I don't want to okay. hear that shit. I know it goes on. It's, it, you know, it goes on other places. I don't need it in a movie that I know is fake, all right? Okay, I don't need it. Awesome. I don't need it. I agree. I'm totally with you. I did not like that. All right. Uh, I'm going to add a new section oh. to, to our right. show. Okay. It's called... Uh... <laughs> that's... I like it. Okay. All right. I'll start looking for some of that. Okay. And, and this isn't... If this is not a new section, whatever. This is this applies to this movie okay. in many, many, okay. many places. All right. However, I chose one. I chose one that we haven't even talked about yet. Um, there's a, there's a scene where Sister Angela is talking with a priest, and uh, he said that, he said, and I put it down, hundreds, maybe thousands of years ago, people worshipped a pre-Christian horned god. Some of them are thought to have eternal life granted by Satan. Okay. Isn't Satan uniquely entrenched in Christian theology? I, so, I think that's the name Satan is, yes. So... Well, okay, so so he yeah. could have been talking about. I mean, some there's kind always of... been like a devil or demons and stuff like that. Right? Okay, okay, okay. I'll give him that. Yeah. But I did think that was a little bit weird. But later in the movie, the Satanists were part of the church uh, until about the 1300s, and then they, it says they became a renegade sect. Uh, what about being pre-Christian? Oh my gosh! You know, and I, you know, may, and then I thought maybe maybe they they weren't the the, the very beginners of this you know, of this religion, but I thought, no, I'm not giving her the benefit no. of the doubt on that one. Get your story straight. Yeah, exactly. So, what I, I just... I what, like that. I that like was that my section. first... We can, uh, yeah, but we, you know what, and I think that we should put that in there if, I mean, I'm not going to go looking for that stuff, because, mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of give little forgivings here. Well, there, right? and that's... And but if there's you a have glaring, to with this. If there's a glaring something... But I just like, remember, I just watched the Swamp Thing. 
Oh, oh, with uh, yeah. Adrian Barbeau. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow. Wow. This was on par with that. Not great. Oh, not great. <laughs> not not great at all. Did so, you I know mean, I have a poster in this room signed by Adrian Barbeau of the Swamp Thing? Are you serious? Right there. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe I'd never seen. It. I was so excited to watch that. I'm like, yes, oh, it's dude, a remake that one of one sucks. Of the... Oh man, I I was so sorry I watched that. All right. Anyways. All right, so I have some things that I learned. Sweet. What did I learn? I learned what the dude from Necromantic 2 is working on. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it was a dubbed over sexy in the oh, very yeah. beginning with the karate kid. You know, in the that was one of my favorite of all times. He's a whole deal cuz not only is I can I tell you something I learned that yeah, kind of yeah, goes along absolutely. with that? It's actually possible to look totally lame when using karate to fight an intruder. <laughs> this dude looked. I was laughing because this dude looks like, like you know, like sometimes on like comedies you'll see you'll see dudes like pretending to like the Star Wars kid or something. Yeah, you know he looks all dorky with yeah. his kicks and stuff. Yeah. He was doing that except he was being serious. And just mix in some stretching before you're seen, <laughs> please, because he has like. His legs are all bent. Things aren't stretched out the way they need maybe, to be. Maybe, maybe. No power behind that. No, I was going to say, you're not going to hurt anybody like that. Uh-uh. You're going to just look like, well, like you did. That's awesome. <laughs> anyway. All right. And then when you're scared, run face first to a blue chair. I talked about that. <laughs> and then none stripteases just aren't as hot as I thought they No. Well, she took everything off except for her uh, undergarments. Sure. And uh, I still, no movement. No. I mean, just none? nasty. But she's, she, she but, was... but she's unobtainable. That didn't play. I don't give a rat's ass. Maybe if I was hungry for some bacon, but I was sick. Not. So that's what I learned. Uh, I learned that it's uh, how weird it actually is to see a lady apply deodorant in a movie. I didn't even see that, dude. It was the they were in the the in the locker room after working out. It was the oh. it was the junk food lady. And she's like, "So who are you gonna bone?" And she like she puts on like two <laughs> things. I'm like, I forgot about that. That's weird. That. Yeah, I that's forgot just about bizarre. that. Um, and I also learned that in New England, the present looks like the '80s. <laughs> so there you nice. go let's see do you want me to go on with some who else sure. says that yeah, yeah. yes I swear it in the name of Satan that was uh, Fred Durst the week before he started up Limp Biscuit, and it became a worldwide success Good. <laughs> listen I was trying to go with something more timely I like that. but I just couldn't think of anybody that bad oh, probably just I'm getting old and you know I'm not as in touch with the with the pop culture and stuff like that, yeah, I could have gone with like, like with Justin Bieber, but yeah. Oh, by yeah. The, by the way, if I ever told you that we have a lady at my work, I'm not going to say her name, but uh, she talks and she whines the whole time, and she's always like, "Yeah, she does like the human resources stuff," and uh-huh. she's giving like, "All right, let's come to a benefits explanation meeting." She's like, "Yeah, uh-huh. really? Come on, yeah." Are you? Serious? And she talks. Just like Fred Durst. Yeah! You know? And so we call her Fred Durst. Well, the sucky thing is, is one of, one of my, uh, one of my, uh, uh, guys I work with is like, who's giving this meeting? And my brother goes, Fred Durst. And she was right there. And she's like, no, it'll be me. Oh my god. And gosh. I'm just like, oh, I really hope she's that stupid. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah! Anyway, um. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, um, this one, my next one, is in preparation for the football season. All right. Uh, we don't want to disappoint Thomas. Uh, that was the Patriot offensive line after a heartfelt cry session in the locker room after a linebacker sacked Brady and scratched that chiseled, perfect, beautiful <laughs> face. He's the golden boy, you know. He is. 
Uh, let's see. Don't you just look like the cat? <laughs> wait, wait. Don't you look like the cat that just I swallowed the too. little yellow bird? Uh, that was me to Sam right after he went on his Asian dick suckathon. <laughs> I have that one too. Don't don't you look like the cat who swallowed the little yellow bird? That was a pimp to his whore after deep throating a John with a cock named Tweety Bird. Ooh, sick. <laughs> do, do, I wonder if it's like tattooed on there. Uh, you know, I went a little racism. Uh -oh. We use race on that. We went with the little yellow oh, bird, like so the oh, Asian oh. Asian sucker. Very thing. nice. Very Listen, nice. I just I just want to say, I, you know, it just worked for the joke. Okay, yeah. people. Uh, okay, so what do you think, Alex? Are my tits in shape or what? <laughs> that was Vanna White after ripping her shirt off when she finally made it onto Celebrity Jeopardy to try to ditch that sleazeball Pat Sajak and make it onto a real man's game show with Alex Trebek. That's a good one. I have that one. What do you think, Alex? Do my tits look in shape? That was Meredith Baxter Bernie to Michael J. Fox on Family Oh, <gasps> Sick! That was sick. Well, we went the same route. I freaking love it. <laughs> nice. And then, uh, okay, then, mother, mother, let him use me. Oh, uh, that was uh, that was Bristol Palin while telling the true story about the night she lost her virginity <laughs> so her mother could enter the skull and bones. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Uh, okay. And then, um, <laughs> you're nuts. Uh, that was Sam when I asked him what his favorite dish was. You said, you're nuts. I don't even get it. <laughs> you're nuts? You said, oh! my nuts. <laughs> All right, I can't believe I had to explain that, especially on the cadaver. <laughs> I can't believe but I didn't listen, get that. I'm standing, you know what, I'm standing by that one. Listen, you can stand by that one because it was actually more funny that I didn't get it. Okay. Because then I laughed harder. All right, good. Because I didn't get good. it. Good, good, good. All right, so I have a couple more. Don't you want to get poked? And that was a pep talk to the, a shy Pillsbury Doughboy apprentice. And by the way, yeah. that, that was a good one. <laughs> but that actually was said in the movie. Don't yeah. you want to get poked? Yeah. Like in the like like in, in the, the context, in the context, you context would think it yeah, fits. exactly. And the last one was that was very messy and very awkward. And that was Mike's proctologist when Mike shit during his prostate exam. Oh, dude, you, you know what the problem is. Is oh, okay, so these proctologists they sit there and they dick around inside your yeah, ass, yeah, and they like, but, but dude, it's like I've, I've you know, I brought it down. I, I need to take shit. Mm -hmm. He broke like the little like dam I had in there, he poked it. It's kind of like my water, my poop water broke, yeah, and they came flushing down. That's disgusting. I know, poop water breaking. That is Sick. bad. <laughs> all right, I have kicked to the balls, okay. The bishop for wearing a pink hat all the time. The bishop for wearing the a bishop. Pink. The guy who said about the thousand years, he always had a pink what? cap. It was a pink one. Dude, maybe he was just out for breast cancer awareness. Hey, you know what? I'm taking my kick to the balls back. <laughs> I no, I'm not. <laughs> all right, and then Sister Angela for looking like a dude. Those are my two that I get. Uh, mine is for uh, for Father Seton for that pondering stare and always putting his pointing finger on his lips. Oh. I literally. Got a little irritated, <laughs> especially right at the end. He was, he's thinking, and it was so obvious. He just kept, I'm like, oh my. He even kept it there when the guy's like, "Listen, fart breath, <laughs> don't you mess with me." He's like, "I'm blocking all your mean words That's with right. my finger over my lips." Awesome. Six degrees. Christine Moore, who played Alex, was in Clear and Present Danger with Harrison Ford. She was. Who was in the? She Devil's... got to do something legit. Yeah. That's amazing. She's in the Devil's Zone with Brad Pitt, who was in an interview with the vampire Kirsten Dunst. Okay, awesome. Who was in Spider-Man: Sure. I don't know, man. I this was awesome, but it was like bad awesome. Yeah. But awesome. Okay, so what do you give it? Uh, it, listen. Right now, it is streaming instant on Netflix. I say. 
Red box. I say red box because too. because I'll be honest with you, you're not going to want to own this movie. No, but it is so. It, it's a good fun watch. I, Absolutely, you know. And I, but be be forewarned. You need to be in the right mood, and you got to be able to put up with some stupid shit. And if you can prepare yourself like that, you're good to go. If you just seriously like, because every everybody's in that mood every once in a while. You're just mindless. Sure. Just like just put something. This would be this, this would, would be, be a perfect, perfect. cadaver tracks. Movie. Yes. Speaking of Ferguson, it would. That would be so good. Wow, Ferguson. I know school just is about to start. Just saying. What have you done for me lately, Ferguson? Uh, He's done a lot. I know, I'm just joking. If you can't rim jobs. But, anyways, that's it. That's uh, that's that's all there is for Primeval. In fact, I, I bet you we've talked more. We've given it more respect than, than uh, most everybody the else Roberta in the world. Finley. Exactly. Dude, now, okay, so... Um, I didn't lose any voicemails. We didn't get any voicemails because I think everyone was pissed that we yeah, got. Yeah, I was like, I'm not even gonna try. No, no. not even gonna Come try. Come on, guys. We're recording next Monday, two zero six three three nine two seven three zero. You can email us too at Mike at Cadaver Lab or Sam at CadaverLab dot com. And uh, do you got any final final thoughts? No, Anything? I'm looking forward to. We're gonna be doing uh, Savage Streets next. Oh, that's uh, right. That's what we're gonna talk about. Savage Streets. We were gonna do it on the Douchecast, but. We we can't get our shit together apparently, so you know we're just gonna take it. We're just gonna do it. Uh, the, uh, the awesome exploitation romp, eighties exploitation romp with Linnea Quigley pre uh, pre boob job, and you'll oh, notice yeah. it too. Really? Yeah, because there's one scene, and and now when you guys watch it, you'll notice there's one scene where she's like getting raped. That's like the whole movie. Oh, uh, the whole movie's about. Yeah. But she's there, and you see her bra, and it's like it's like hollow. It's like there's it's like it's not tight, I guess. Is what Good one, Linnea. Yeah, it's, it's so. That's I'm, probably what she realized she needed it. Oh, yeah. In order to become a screen queen, she had to do it. Listen, and now she's one of the most respected artours and thespians in the world. <laughs> so, so there you go. <laughs> Good. All right, man. So, is that all we got? That's it for right now. All right. So, for the Cadaver Lab, we'll see you later. later.